Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel and Happy New Year. As we kick off our first episode of 2022, looking forward to a great year. Looking forward to sharing with you a lot of Great thoughts, insights, helpful information, inspiration, motivation, encouragement. Looking forward to having some folks join us and as guests and their contributions as well. So it's going to be a good year on the Point of Impact podcast. And we're going to kick it off here with something. I've given a lot of thought to this. Uh, several episodes, I said we, we'd start the year off talking about decisions and decision making, and we will. But I want to spend the first two episodes uh, talking about uh, 10 things to leave behind in 2022. And then next week, 10 things to add in 2022. I think these can be very helpful for you. But before we drop drop in to that and get going, I just want to talk a little bit about how exciting it is that I've got a new book and it just came out last week. This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. And I'm really thrilled to tell you that it released as the number one new release on Amazon in the Christian uh, inspiration category that is the result of a lot of great pre-sales that boosted the sales before the book even came out. And the second was an article that I wrote that was published on New Year's Day by Fox News that was uh, entitled, uh, In Just Five Minutes a Day, You Can Have Your Best Year Ever just five minutes a day to your best year ever. And that article talked about the five minute practice of reading a daily devotion, meditation, whatever you wanna call it, and then spending a couple minutes in prayer. The whole thing takes five minutes and what a difference that can make for your spiritual health, your mental health, your overall uh, outlook on life. I think it's great to do first thing in the day to set your day, but you could do it at lunch, you can do it after dinner, you can do it before you go to bed at night, whenever you like to do it, whatever works best for you. And my new book, This Is Living, is a book of 100 daily devotions. So over 100 days, You could read it, whether that's uh, Monday through Friday or every single day of the week, however you do it. But the Fox article was extremely popular, went on Apple News feed and all the rest. And I I haven't gotten the numbers, but I'm I based on what I know from the past, it would be in over one million uh, readers. So that certainly helped the, the the sales of the book as well, because people read that and said, hey, I should get the guy's book that talks about that he's talking about having these daily devotions. So I would just love it for all of uh, my listeners that you'll go to Amazon and get This Is Living, Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. And not just get it, but practice it. It's really easy to do when all you have to do is just open it up. Each one's laid out for you, day one, day two, all the way to day 
102 pages each day, just two pages to read. Again, it'll take you like two and a half, three minutes is all it will take. And you will just set your 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 mind in, and you'll just have, uh, I think, great inspiration, encouragement, challenge. There's always a scripture verse. There's application from that. And there's a, a great story that I think you'll find very interesting because there's lots of fascinating and interesting stories. So that all starts uh, whenever you want it because you can get that book right now. It is available uh, right now. And, and you know, Amazon is the fastest in in cheapest and in most inexpensive way to get a book. I mean, it's not the only way you can get it, but it's pretty, pretty easy to do. So I, I hope you'll do that. And I hope you'll get this is living and um, you'll start doing that practice five minutes a day. And I think it will set you up for your best year ever. And certainly if you've never done it, if you've never tried it, then this is something that you positively want to do. I mean, you just absolutely want to to, to try this practice. Okay, so let's jump in then today to uh, what we're going to focus on. 10 things to leave behind. 10 things as you enter into this new year, 2022, that you don't want to take with you, that you don't want to bring with you into the new year, that you want to leave behind 2021. Don't bring it with you into 2022 and i'm going to begin with something that i talked about last year and those of you that listen regularly might be like oh here we go again rick but i mean always have new people listening and never hurts to have a reminder and that is fear leave the being afraid behind just does not serve you at all of course fear is a, a survival instinct but too much of it, and there's way too much of it, it becomes a very, very bad thing. And, and it just does so many negative things in your life. And I spent several episodes, and again, those of you that are new, I, I did several episodes, like six episodes on overcoming fear last fall. So you could listen to those where I'll detail it, uh, you know, in great, great, great detail, six entire episodes on different kinds of fears, fear of the future, uh, fear of finances, uh, fear of rejection, all kinds of fears. But what I what I can tell you is that if this is going to be your best year, it's going to be about trying new things and doing new things. And fear is what keeps you from trying and doing new things. You just simply have to overcome them face them head on many times of course what you discover is there's really nothing to be afraid of anyway nothing near as bad as you made it out to be in your mind it just this is just the way fear works it just robs you in so many 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 ways so please make a commitment to leave the fear behind don't bring it with you into the new year. Leave it behind you. It's last year. It's in the rear view. You're not going to live with fear any longer in this new year. You'll face challenges. You'll overcome them. You will find a way to get over them, around them, or through them. There are great things that lie ahead for you. Worry, fear, anxiety, all of that stuff 
does nothing good for you and you don't want that in the new year. Leave fear behind. All right, here's another one. Negative influences. Other people can have a, a really big influence on our mood, on our outlook. And if you surround yourself with people who are constantly complaining, who are pessimistic, who are never happy, then you are going to be influenced to act the same way. One of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible is 1 Corinthians 15, which says, bad company corrupts good character. If you get around the wrong people and the wrong influences, they will corrupt you and they will take you in the wrong direction. Bad Company was a great band and their song, Bad Company, is a fun song to listen to. But in real life, in reality, and day-to-day living, you don't want to be around negative influences. It just doesn't do you any good. Their, Their negative influence hurts your future. When you surround yourself with people who are positive, who are faith-filled, who are optimistic, who are happy, they will influence you to be all of those things. So just really identify the negative influences in your life and say, leaving it behind. may be hard. You may have to say goodbye to some people, some relationships, but it's better than that to do that than to have those negative influences taking you down in the new year. You may have to change environments. I mean, there's change is a part of any new year if it's going to be different. If you, you want this new year to be better, then there's things that you're going to have to do for that to happen. And one of them is to leave behind negative influences. Or here's the here's the third, comparing yourself to others. The easiest way to bring unhappiness into your life is to compare yourself to other people. If you look long enough, you're always going to find someone, you know, who's better, you know, smarter, better looking, more successful, has more money. I mean, whatever it is that, you know, is the thing for you. This is where social media, of course, has made comparison eons worse than it was. And it was, ne- it was never easy. I mean, one of the Ten Commandments is about envy. And envy is just what happens when you compare yourself to other people. So we know it's as old as time. But man, social media, you know, it's everyone's highlight reel. It is. I mean, I just came back from this great vacation. And uh, we, you know, put my wife put these pictures of, of this fun winter wonderland uh, that we went uh, up in uh, Quebec City in Canada. And you know, it looks great, you know, super fun and fantastic. But that's the highlight reel, right? That's that's not everyday life. That's just what happens when you get to go uh, on a vacation. So you can't allow yourself to be fooled into thinking that people's highlight reels, you know, is the way that it, their lives really are because it's just not accurate. It, it's just not true. Instead of comparing yourself to others, it's it's better to just say, 
let's look at myself and say, how can I set goals for the new year that will cause me to improve, to grow, to develop and to work toward reaching my full potential, which is all you can ask for in life is that you become the best version of who God created you to be. Leave it behind. Leave the comparing behind. Leave behind excuses. I call it excusiosis, the disease of excuse making. It's easy to make excuses when things don't go our way. Much better, of course, would be to take responsibility, to reflect on last year, 2021, and instead of excuses, just look at it honestly and just take ownership and responsibility. When you're accountable for your own actions, you will become a happier, more successful person. Accountability is a good thing. Self-reflection, ownership, taking responsibility. These are all very good things that you want in your life in this new year. So leave the excuse making behind. What's great about taking responsibility is that you realize, guess what? You do have the power to change. You can be a different person. If you keep making excuses, it keeps you from becoming who you are destined to be. It keeps you from reaching your God-given potential. Ben Franklin said, he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. It's just not a good way to live your life. And so the answer is leave it behind. Leave it behind. Don't bring excuses into the new year. Here's another Leave negativity behind. Negativity is a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more that you tell yourself that you're not good enough, that you, you'll never succeed, that you're not as lucky or fortunate as others, that you don't have what it takes, the more that you do that, the more you actually start to believe that. You believe those lies. The enemy is described in the Bible in various ways, and one is the father of lies, the, the, the origin of all lies. Another is des described as the deceiver. You're deceived by the lies about who you are, and that is not what God wants for your life. Instead of focusing on the negatives, Instead of being your own worst critic, focus on the positives. Believe in your potential. Believe in your future. Believe that you do have talents and gifts and abilities. When Tom Brady got drafted and it was the sixth round and lots of quarterbacks were picked before him and Bill Belichick chose him he told bill belichick first time he ever talked to him you won't regret this that's the kind of belief he had in himself even though he had the battle in his senior year to to get to be the full-time starter drew henson and him split snaps the first half of the season that was his senior year 
which is part of why he didn't get drafted so high because he wasn't really a star, even though he had some really good games and some really good success. Then when he uh, met Robert Kraft for the first time, and by the way, Robert Kraft actually called him Kyle. At the time, there was a tight end in, in the NFL whose name was Kyle Brady. He called him Kyle instead of Tom. Ouch. And he said to the owner, Robert Kraft, he said, this is going to be one of the best decisions you've ever made. <laughs> That's confidence, friends. That's positive outlook. But hey, I mean, who can argue with the results? More Super Bowl championships than anybody ever. Quarterback. Incredible winning record. Most touchdowns, most completions, most yards. I mean, it's just unparalleled. So, turns out he was absolutely correct. Changing the way you think about yourself, it might take some time, but it'll be worth it. Leave that negativity behind. This may seem, you know, somewhat simplistic to say, but I think uh, my my work with people for many years will tell me it needs to be said in the new year, leave the past behind. Memories are good. They are. Whether they're, you know, bad or good memories, it's 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 nothing wrong with uh, reflecting and looking back. But it's important you don't spend too much time dwelling on the past because otherwise you might miss the present. The past, you know, when you dwell so much on the past, you, you can end up missing out on the new things, the things that are the new stuff that's happening. It's a new year. There's going to be new things. So don't get so hung up on the past and certainly don't let the past beat you up so that you can't even believe for good things in this new year. 2022, you can't even look at it with a hopeful stance because you're too tethered to the past. When you decide to let go of the baggage that's been weighing you down, you know what you're going to find? It's a lot easier to move forward. Get rid of that baggage, boy. You can move a lot quicker. It'll feel a lot simpler and easier to do. If you can leave the past behind, so many people leave, don't leave the past behind. They just, they carry it with them and it needs to be left behind. All right, here's another to leave behind, trying to be someone you're not. Unfortunately, this is a lesson that some of us learn later than others is that, you know, you are who you are. You are the person that you have been created to be. No matter how hard you may try to be to someone else or even be the person you think other people want you to be, you have to accept yourself first and foremost. Now, I'm all about change, personal development, growth, all that. So this gets a little dicey sometimes because, you know, people say, oh, you know, I am who I am and that's all that I am, Rick. So, you know, that's it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that 
and this of course is tied to this comparison thing you know several of these as you think about them you know negative influences and negativity comparing yourself to others you can see the you can see the connection points and certainly it's here with this it's it's about just saying this is who i am you know that's that's it. I, I comparing yourself to other people and wanting to be somebody you're not is you know your basic personality is your basic personality. Your physical characteristics are your physical characteristics. Now look, you know again, you know you can do your best to 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 look your best. Absolutely, positively. My wife loves these makeover shows. Well, you know this you know, this person gets a new haircut and new clothes and. If it's a woman, maybe some makeup or different makeup or whatever, and bam, it's like, wow. So, yeah, there's we can all improve. Absolutely. You know, the whole focus of the new year on, on healthy living, diet, exercise. Sure. Yeah, you, you're going to look better if you lose 30 pounds. Absolutely. But your basic, you know, your basic build, your basic shape, your basic personality those things that's that's who you are and instead of looking at that you know it's amazing how we always point out the thing that you know oh, I wish that my nose wasn't so big or you know I wish I had nicer hair or I wish I was um, taller or I don't know whatever you know whatever it is um, and then we leave out the things that are the real positives that people look at us and see those things, but we see the negative things. So when we can just, you know, live our lives being, uh, uh, you know, happy with who we are, just who who we basically are, it'll just make you so much uh, more at peace. And then you can really look then to improve the things that you can improve while accepting the things that just are, if you're an extrovert, you're an extrovert. If you're an introvert, you're an introvert. I mean, again, there's things we can do in, in those areas, b- both of them, whether introverted or extroverted, but it's good to just be accepting of ourselves. And along that line, here's another thing to leave behind, seeking the approval of other people. Happiness does not come from others. It comes from within. Self-acceptance is positively one of the biggest factors in achieving a happier life. But so many people are people pleasers. They're constantly trying to gain the approval of other people as if that is going to make them happy. And one thing, if I could just share with you, years and years of, of, of leadership have taught me that, you know, you can never make everybody happy. Never. So this idea that you could in any way, shape or form live your life and think that by seeking the approval of others it's going to work well for you it just doesn't in fact sometimes when you make one group say happy by the very nature of whatever you've decided or done you've made another group unhappy so instead of trying to win the approval of others it's better to just again focus on yourself and being the best that you can be, the best version of yourself in this new year, instead of trying to uh, have other people 
and give you the approval. In the end, and the Apostle Paul said this, he said, if I was trying to seek people's approval, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be seeking God's approval. And what he was saying was, the thing I'm most interested in is that God is pleased with the way I'm living my life. And if you'll do that, you know, you'll make a lot of people pleased, not everybody, but the most important person that you should be concerned about is what God thinks of your life and your behavior and your attitude and your actions much more than any single person. Here's another thing to leave behind control. Have you learned this yet? You know, it's impossible to control every aspect of life. Has a pandemic taught us anything every time you turn around? You know, Delta variant, oh, that's over now. Oh, no, Omicron. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. When you, you know, when you demand uh, control, when you demand uh, perfection, it's, it's likely to end in disappointment. You have to control what you can control. And again, you know, there are things you can control. Yeah, absolutely, you can control your attitude. You can control your actions. But what you can't control are, by and large, other people. You can influence people, lead people, encourage people, motivate people. I mean, that's my life's work. But I can tell you as someone who's devoted himself to that, that at the end of the day, people will do what they wanna do. Hopefully, it's something positive and healthy with their lives. But it's not always going to be that the case. So in the end, um, things will unfold and you have to just trust that God will work it out because again, like the story in the Bible of Joseph, when he gets sold into slavery and it's just as bad as it can be. And then he ends up being elevated to this incredible position of basically like the prime minister of Egypt, the most powerful country in the world. There's a Pharaoh, there's a king, but he's essentially running the country. And he says to his brothers, you men are for evil. God meant it for good. God turned it around. God made good out of bad. And he specializes in doing that. So you have to just trust that rather than try to control everything. And here's one final one for you. And that is leave behind your preconceived notions or preconceived ideas. You know, the problem with preconceived ideas or notions is that they can prevent us from seeing uh, new things whether that's new things about people or new things about ourselves. We, we see what we think we already know. And then that leads, you know, to stereotyping that can lead to prejudice and discrimination that can keep us from meeting new people, from exploring new opportunities. You see how it just holds us back in so many ways when we have these preconceived ideas it's so important to just have more of an open stance the more polarizing that our culture becomes the more important this is that we don't just run to extremes that we try to understand, you know, I just believe so much in putting yourself in someone else's shoes. I've taught it for years, but it's, I haven't said it in a while. So for me, it's probably been longer than 
than I can remember. So it's good to say again, you know, whenever someone frustrates you or don't understand why they act the way they do or whatever may trouble you, you know, just just try to put yourself in their shoes and try to understand their perspective. It doesn't mean you have to even agree with it, but just try to understand how maybe someone comes to the place that they come to based on their life's journey and situation. And then when it comes to opportunities, again, if you if you just have your preconceived ideas, you may wall yourself off and miss out in this new year on something that would be so great for you. Don't do that. Keep an open heart and open mind. See what God might do, how he might surprise you in 2022 with things that you had not considered before. So there you go. Ten things to leave behind as we enter into this new year, 2022. And I just really encourage you to just really ponder and think about these things. And again, next week, we'll talk about the other side of the hand, which is the 10 things to add in 2022, 10 things to add in this new year that will really bless your life in so many ways and and help you to have the happiest year. So again, hope that's helpful. Read the foxnews.com article that you just look up my name and you can find it from January 1st, first of the year and the new book. This is living daily inspiration to live your faith. I think it'll help you in so many ways. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.